when evaluating healthcare technology for purchase or investment, you have to consider the total cost of ownership. That is not just the price to purchase or invest in that technology, but also all of the costs associated with owning and maintaining that equipment through its life cycle. An easy real world non-medical equipment example is owning a car. You'll have the cost of purchasing the car, which might be I pay for it in cash, therefore I own it, or it might be some sort of a loan where maybe I pay a certain amount as a down payment, but then I have a car loan that covers the cost over time. Obviously there'd be interest rates associated with that. But the cost of that car would include the car itself and maybe some added features or high-end trims or stereo systems or moonroofs or, or any other features that might be associated with the purchase of that car and would add some additional value to that car. After owning that car, there will also be expenses such as filling it with gas, so there's the fuel costs. There's the routine maintenance, whether it's routine repairs or if it's scheduled maintenance. You'll have insurance payments because you'll need to carry insurance in order to drive that car. And there will also be something called depreciation, which isn't necessarily a visible direct expense, but it is just as important as any of the other direct expenses that you would have associated with owning a car. For healthcare technology, you would obviously have the purchase of the device or the technology. You'd have support and maintenance. You'd have certain supplies and consumables, other operational costs. And in a clinical setting, there may be costs associated with staffing and the clinicians involved with that technology, possibly some pharmaceuticals involved in the technology or other medical supplies. If you're acquiring or investing in a technology in an industry setting, there might be additional costs associated with owning that technology around research or development or other investment activities. Expenses can be thought of in two buckets. There's capital expenses and there's operational expenses. The capital expenses are investments in the business. They're not considered routine expenses typically whereas operational expenses are more routine and is more the cost of doing business. An analogy we can think of in our everyday life is owning a house. Capital costs would obviously be things like purchasing the house, but even buying appliances or adding a bathroom or remodeling a kitchen, those aren't routine expenses, but rather investments in that property that add value and extend the life of that home. Expenses such as utilities, routine maintenance, lawn care, those are operational costs. They're necessary and they're routine and they're typically part of a normal homeowner's budget plan. Looking at medical equipment, the capital costs would be the purchase of that equipment and could also include things like transportation and implementation costs. The operational aspect or operational costs associated with that equipment would be the service and maintenance costs, costs associated with consumables and supplies needed in order to utilize that technology, as well as training, whether it's technical training or user training in order to utilize that technology. 
An operational cost that is a little less visible is the depreciation expense. If you were to purchase a piece of technology for $10,000 and you were to purchase it out of your operational budget, that expense would hit immediately in your accounting books. So you would have a $10,000 expense, meaning your organization just reduced its value by $10,000 because it purchased something. Now, you didn't really necessarily reduce your value by $10,000 by purchasing something because that item that you purchased likely has a value to it. So, you spent your $10,000, however, you have a $10,000 piece of equipment now in your possession. So you really didn't lose value, so you can't necessarily assume that you just took a $10,000 expense hit. Theoretically, you could turn around and sell that technology or that asset and regain your $10,000. Now we know in the example of a car, when we buy a car, as soon as we purchase that car and drive it off the lot, it tends to lose value. So you can't necessarily turn around and sell it for the actual price you just paid for it. But theoretically, let's just assume that it doesn't immediately lose value. If you purchase a technology for $10,000 and the expected life out of that technology is say 10 years, really that technology will start at $10,000 and at the end of 10 years will lose all of its value. So if you spread that value over that 10 years, essentially you're losing $1,000 a year. That is depreciation expense. So although you purchased the technology out of your capital budget, from an accounting perspective, you're realizing only a portion of that expense over time, in this case, $1,000 each year for 10 years, and you're spreading the cost of that asset over time, which illustrates that it is losing value over that period of time. Another abstract concept when it comes to capital versus operating expenses is focused around the discussion of software or applications. If you are to buy a software application where you pay for this application and you own it, that could be a capital expense if the dollar amount reaches a certain threshold. Another way to look at it is if you purchase licensing in order to utilize an application in the sense that you purchase the license and you own that license indefinitely, that also could be considered a capital expense if it reaches your organization's financial threshold. If that licensing isn't necessarily a purchase to own, but rather payments in order to use the software, or you are purchasing a per unit license, meaning each individual unit could be a very low dollar amount, both of those cases could be considered an operational cost. In the case where you are paying per use, that would be a routine expense that you would pay over a period of time and you wouldn't necessarily earn or gain value out of those payments. And in the case where you are purchasing a license per unit, it is a low dollar amount and therefore many organizations don't consider that a capital expenditure because it doesn't reach their threshold for what they define as capital. Another important aspect of software and applications to clarify is the differentiation between upgrades versus updates. Typically, when we refer to upgrades, we are adding new functionality or extending the life of that software package. Example is moving from a version 10.0 to a version 11.0. We are essentially extending the life of that application by upgrading it. Therefore, it could be considered a capital expense, again, if it reaches that financial threshold. 
When we refer to software updates, we are often referring to things such as patches, fixes, or minor configuration changes that don't necessarily change the functionality or extend the life of that software application. An example would be moving from a version 10.0 to a 10.1. Those software updates are typically considered an operational cost. With all aspects of software and applications, classifying capital versus operating costs can depend on how the organization defines their capital thresholds, as well as the business arrangement and the details around the contracting and purchase of that software. When evaluating healthcare technology for purchase or investment, you have to consider the total cost of ownership. That is not just the price to purchase or invest in that technology, but also all of the costs associated with owning and maintaining that equipment through its life cycle. 